You're in business because you have an idea, a spark, a passion, and it's your gift. It's the one that you have and you're bringing it to the world. I know it isn't easy and it requires commitment. You have to learn both the mechanics and leave room for the magic every day in your business. And I'm here for you to help you make a profit. I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride called entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. So excited to be here today talking about something that has really shifted Over the last year or so, a lot of people came home during the pandemic and a lot of talk about work and life balance. And I have somebody here, I have Parm, an expert in this area, who's going to have a conversation about this idea of work-life balance and some tips and strategies to make sure that you're doing this in a healthy way. So Parm, thank you so much for joining me. Of course, Dawn, it's my pleasure. So tell us who you are and who you serve. Yeah, so my name is Parm Sagu, and I am a spiritual teacher. So I serve those people who feel like they don't fit, you know, they're unfulfilled with their life path, they're seeking more in life, and they don't necessarily know what they're seeking. So the people that I serve are, they feel stuck where they are, but they don't know how to move forward, they know they can't go backwards, and they just don't know what to do. So I help them go from this place to a place of fulfillment, to a place of higher consciousness, to a place of, you know, knowing exactly why they're here and living their purpose. Wow. All right. So you are definitely going to help us talk about work-life balance and making sure that we're staying in our purpose doing that, because I believe that both of these things have to be aligned in order for us to be healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's interesting because you can be living your purpose, but if you're not aligned and if you're not in balance, you won't be fully there. You know, we talk a lot about being in the moment, but if you're too caught up between work and life and, you know, you're somewhere in between there and you're not in either category, then, you know, you're missing out on both of these things. So that balance is so, so critical to really live. Before we started recording, I told you that I had read something on Facebook that I thought was very interesting and I wanted your take on it. And that was this idea that since everyone came home and started working during the pandemic, that it isn't really work-life balance anymore, but it's more like work-life integration. And I really want your thoughts on this sort of perspective. What do you think? I think that's a very interesting concept. I mean, the lines between work and life have always been blurred especially in the sense that, you know, even when we were working in our offices and outside of our homes, we always brought work home with us, right? We brought it home with us in our minds. So we can be sitting at the dinner table with our family, but our mind will be caught up in in work, right? We're not really present in that moment. So I think the idea of work-life integration is, is trying to really bring these two things together. And I think a lot of work needs to be done in the mind, right? You need to be able to, like the compartmentalization is still important, 
because it's important. So this is actually really interesting that, that you bring it up because in yoga philosophy, what they say is that you do your work, like you do your action 100%, whatever that action may be, and you shouldn't be attached to the consequences. So what this literally means is that when you do your work, like let's take, you know, you're working in an office, you're you're working away at your computer, and then you take your home, you take your work home with you in the sense that you're still thinking about it. But yoga philosophy says that you shouldn't so be thinking about it because you know you've done your 100% and, and you can't control the outcome, right? So in my perspective, what work-life integration, I mean, we've always been integrating the two things. We just, in our mind, we haven't separated them, right? Like, it's interesting because it's a dual, it's a duality. You need to do both. You need to both integrate and separate them. You need to integrate work into your life in a way that it works, it fits, you know, you're comfortable, your family is comfortable, your work is still flowing, but you're mentally free from it. That is really interesting. I know myself personally, I like to have kind of physical clues, right? So I close the laptop, for example, that's kind of this physical, you know, hey, it's time to switch to something else. And um, I know that other people might have the same kind of need to do something to have some kind of, you know, realistic, tangible, okay, this is time to change our our status from work to home or work to going shopping or something like that with us being at home and having to have this, I guess, duality in front of us all the time. What are some things that we can do besides these? Cause it sounds like even if we have these physical clues, we are still maybe thinking about things when we shouldn't be. Yeah. So something really simple and powerful that you can do is, you know, get on top of your organization, get on top of that decluttering. Like you said, not only close your laptop, but maybe put it away where you can't see it. Personally, for me, when I shut down for the day, I kind of move it. I clear my desk, you know, either either I don't enter that room or that space where I'm working again, or if I'm working on the couch, I'll pack up my laptop and I'll put it away like on the shelf somewhere and I won't look at it. And, you know, I do this all the time when I'm trying to focus on something, I'll put my phone on silent and I'll put it somewhere where I can't see it because just my phone being in my line of of sight in my vision, it's distracting because I'll just be thinking about, oh my gosh, what if I'm getting a message? What if so-and-so needs something? What if I'm forgetting something, you know? So just this simple practice of focusing on one thing at a time and having only that one thing in front of you, this makes all the difference. Yeah. So let me ask you, I am the person that will be doing one thing and then something will pop in my mind and I'll get kind of a download or it'll be like, oh, that's a great idea. Or that's a good topic for an article or something. And I will need to immediately write it down or I will forget it in the future. And it'll be kind of this fleeting thing. How do you handle things like that? I do exactly what you do. I write it down immediately and I just leave it for later because I'm the exact same way. I'll get so many things in my mind. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let me do that. And I need to write it down because otherwise it creates mental clutter. This actually happened to me last night where I'm, you know, working on a big project and (laughs) there's just so many things I need to do. And I couldn't focus on making dinner because I was like, oh my God, I need to do like so many things. So I pulled out a pen and paper and I just wrote it all down and mapped it all out. And 
there was that mental space. There was that clarity. I could focus on making dinner and, and you know, actually seasoning it and not just eating plain old rice. You know? <laughs> so so I, I think that's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. So let me ask you then, do you schedule your family time also as far as clarity goes? Yes, I do. So it's interesting because a lot of people think that, you know, entrepreneurship gives you so much freedom and it does and it doesn't, right? It, it does in the sense that you create your own schedule, but it doesn't in the sense that everything that you need to do is on you. So your discipline in this is so important. Like when I first started out, I worked on the weekends, I worked on evenings, I didn't even know when statutory holidays came up I just worked all the time and at some point you know I used to get angry when people would come and disturb me because I was like I have so much to do like I don't have time for this but like you know I realized I was missing out on life I was missing out on quality time with my parents who are you know they're getting older I'm missing out on time for myself, right? Like I myself am getting older too. So like I need to be living my life. And that's when I started making those hard boundaries. Like I'm going to start work at this time. I'm going to finish at this time. I'm going to eat at this time. I need to take care of myself, right? Otherwise I can't be functioning at the top of my game. And recently I started actually taking care that I'm taking all of these days off that the rest of my family is too, because I don't want to miss out on these times, right? Wow. So you are really structuring your freedom, so to speak. So that's a great tip for work-life balance that you are being very intentional in your off time when you're not working and you're making sure that you're taking it as seriously as you do your client's work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, scheduling time for myself has been the biggest game changer for me. I used to be tired all the time, but, you know, taking those times off. And also another thing that I do is schedule a walk in the middle of the day, because after the morning, I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of like my brain's kind of in that zone where I need something to kind of refresh me. And so getting some fresh air in the middle of the day, drinking lots and lots of water and being really strict with myself on those boundaries of those times when I'm not going to work. These things have all changed the way that I work and changed my efficiency, to be honest. So, um, you know, they say that work expands to fill the space allowed, right? The time allowed. So if something uh, has three hours worth of time allotted, then the work will expand to three hours. So I can kind of see how that'll fit. If you say, I'm going to get this done in the morning, most of the time we can get a lot of it done in the morning or if not the entire task. So when do you sit down and kind of plan all this out? Do you do this every single morning? How do you do this? Give me some tips and my audience some tips. How do we make sure that this balance is being done and we're not just starting the week off strong and then, you know, by Wednesday, it's like, well, that was a great idea, (laughs) but (laughs) 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 that's (laughs) Okay, so I honestly, I systemize everything. So I have a big picture vision of what I want to accomplish in the year. I've broken it down to quarters, to months, and then from there into weeks and to days. So it sounds like a lot, I know, but every single Friday I sit down with my calendar. I actually use Asana, which is um, a really nice online organizer. So um, project management tool, let me say. And so I sit down with my 
with my list of things to do, my empty week ahead of me, and I schedule everything in. So I put it into, you know, I know that I always start off with a lot of energy. So I put maybe like lots of like tiny little tasks that just need the check, you know, check, 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 done. I put them all on Monday, you know, larger tasks in Monday afternoon, Tuesday. And I know that my brain starts to slow down by Thursday, Friday. So I put like, you know, the easier tasks that don't need as much brain function towards the end of the week. So I really look at what I want to get done in that month and I've, you know, and actually what's really interesting for the ladies out there, I recently started to think with my cycle as well, because I know that when I'm on my period, I am not as, you know, I don't want to work. I just want to sit and I want to relax. So I factored that into my schedule as well. So into my monthly schedule, I kind of, you know, I've kind of moved things around. So like the high energy tasks are during ovulatory week and, and low energy is during menstrual. And so it's a lot of that every single Friday I do that. And I also take that list that, you know, that written list of things to do that we talked about, the things that just kind of pop into my mind. And on Friday, I add it into my list of things to do into where it fits. That's very interesting. And I think that's going to be helpful I'm going to tell you, I'm one of these people that actually has never really tracked energy much, except for maybe the last six months or so I've started tracking energy. So how does somebody start tracking it? Let's just say they're listening to this and they go, you know, I've really never thought of it. I've looked at my to-do list and said, this is the stuff that has to get done every week. I don't know if I should do it on Monday. I don't know if I should do it on Friday. Um, If you're not somebody who tracks energy now, How do you suggest learning about yourself so that you can be more efficient? That's a really good question. So to start off, I would start to notice like the things I would start to notice the things that you're doing, right? The things that you're working on day in, day out. Are you creating a lot of content? Are you doing a lot of paperwork? Are you writing a lot? Like, you know, just take note of what you're doing, what comes easily and what tires you you know, what takes a lot of your brain power and and start to separate because it's interesting. So as, you know, as a spiritual teacher, as an entrepreneur, there's a lot content creation takes up a huge chunk of my time. And it's not just creating one thing at a time, right? You create for the whole month. And so batching is also something that will help you. So if you do, you know, for we'll take content creation as an example, But one piece of content requires so many things, right? Like you have to create graphics. So there's the creative aspect. There's the writing aspect. There's scheduling and there's thinking. You have to think about a lot of different things, right? Now, what you can actually do is separate these tasks as well. Um, So, you know, create all your content one day, write all your copy another day, schedule another day. And that's actually exactly what I do. So when you start to really notice all the things that you do, you know, write it down, break it down, get really granular, you know, don't just say, all right, I'm creating a post, right? I'm filling out a report for someone like, no, maybe you have to communicate with that person. You have to pull up the paperwork. You have to fill it out. You have to send it out, right? That's four different steps. So, you know, you can break it up. You can see what's easy, what takes a lot of time, what drains you, and then maybe put the draining things earlier in the morning, right? Like you'll have the most energy earlier in the morning and you'll be able to run through it, right? And it won't take up as much of your time. Whereas if you put it in the afternoon when you know you're already tired, then I mean, it's going to take you forever. 
I like that. So this definitely makes it also so that that balance becomes easier. If you're getting that stuff done and out of the way, I think it gives you more permission to step away and relax. You can say, I got it done. And it doesn't feel like at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I still have this thing to do. And it makes it harder to put that laptop away. And it makes it maybe harder to go have dinner. So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense that we're going to want to go ahead and track our energy and figure out what our own cycle looks like throughout the week, throughout the month, and then go ahead and start scheduling things that we need to do that are in sync with us. So we can balance our off time with our on time and we can enjoy our off time because we're being more efficient. Of course. Of course. There's actually one more thing I would add here. So uh, for those of you who have heard of Ayurveda, you know, Ayurveda actually gives us a daily kind of clock. It tells us about our body's rhythm. And, and this was really helpful for me in structuring my day. And I think it'll help you too. So uh, essentially what they say is, you know, between certain hours. So if you look at your day, right, they basically look at the sun. So the sun is highest in the sky between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. This is when you have the most energy, you are most productive, your brain is the sharpest. So this is when you should kind of schedule in all those tasks that require a lot of brain work, lots of kind of critical thinking. And then after that, so from two to six is when your brain is kind of, you know, you want some movement, you know, your body wants to move, your brain kind of goes into the more creative side. So if you have some creation you need to do, if you have something that requires, you know, a little bit more of that right brain, then that's when you would use that. And then earlier in the morning is kind of, so if you look at before that, you know, it comes in four hour chunks. So 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. is kind of when you're more methodical, right? So that part of your brain is more active. You're, you know, you can really do those routine tasks really quickly. So that will help you also structure your day. Yes, that is great. Where can uh, where can people find out more about that and more about you and everything that you offer? You can find me on Instagram at Parms Yoga is my handle. You can also you can also find me on my website parmsyoga.com. In terms of that information, the Ayurveda clock, if you go to my blog, there is a blog, there's a blog article talking all about Ayurveda, your body, your rhythm, um, that rhythm that I just mentioned, and, and it goes into the other half of the day as well. And you can find all of that information on my website. And I also offer, um, I have a free yoga class, which is, you know, a combination of breath work and meditation. So for those of you who find it difficult to switch off the brain to kind of calm the body and the nervous system, and this will be really, really helpful for you because this yoga class is, is different and you have to experience it to know what I'm talking about. That's amazing. We're going to put all of that down inside the show notes. And this is really a different take on work-life balance than we've really ever talked about before. I want to thank you so much for joining me today and giving us all of these tips and hints and offering that free yoga class. That is really generous. Yeah, of course, Dawn. It's my pleasure. And for anyone else who has any more questions about really aligning with nature and their body and their system, then please, please reach out. I'm so excited to have this for my audience. That's great. All right. I will talk to you all next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. 
If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to entremoneycoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care and I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.